One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast code acast. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast, podcast. Uh, season nine, episode five. We are back with Georgie Georgie. Good evening, George. Where are you and what are you doing? Hello, recording a podcast with you yet again. Thank you very much. Uh, Nigel, you're back again, as always. Um, as always. Uh, where are you and what are you doing? <laughs> you sucky. I'm in my shed. Well, you're not in your shed, are you? I am in my shed. Oh, well, I thought well, it was. Can you see where yet. I am? No, but Ooh. I saw a picture hold of up, hold you, Shep. Yeah, you saw a picture of me building the new shed. Oh, you haven't knocked the old shed down. No, the You've old got... shed don't get knocked down. The old shed is like a timber lodge. I don't oh. knock this down. I just move out of this one because oh, it's shit. a little bit smaller into the bigger one. And then I'll give this one to my son. Okay. Anyway, it's not a Shed Podcast. Welcome, Nigel. Unfortunately, um, John was to appear, uh, but due to circumstances bonding his control, he won't be joining. Um, but he should be joining next week. I'll be in Spain. Shall I take my microphone in Spain and join in? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, why why not? Well. Uh, yeah. I do have to say, John was a bit disappointed that we didn't mention him at all last week. As he was Did we not? Way back. No. So. John, 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 John. Is that enough? And just to say, uh, we've met a number of people saying, when is John back? Uh, we bumped into we... Ian. <laughs> we yeah, actually, we actually did. We actually oh, did. Uh, Ian, if you're listening, who we bumped into uh, in Brighton, uh, was asking when John's back because they're bored of listening to the same old rant from Nigel and myself. And they, a lot of people were glad that you were back, George. Well, what can I say? You know, I'll The voice of reason. The voice of reason. Energy and excitement to such a production. I'm happy to be a part of it. Anyway, it's not a self-congratulatory <laughs> podcast. It is a football podcast. So let's talk about some football. Um, we played the Seagulls at the Amex Stadium um, on Saturday. Not the Amex Stadium, as I've been calling it, but the Amex well, Stadium. Like, yeah, how would you pronounce American Express? We had this conversation. I know. We we had the conversation after we had Eggs Benedict, or was it Eggs Royale for breakfast? Um, it's the Amex <laughs> Community Stadium. Let's get this right. All right. Okay. Anyway, uh, George and myself did go to the game uh, because... Cool, you done well. was... How did you get tickets? Uh, in the ballot. Oh, um, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Um, Nigel was building his shed, so maybe before we talk about our glorious day out, we can start with the shed man. Uh, did you watch the game? Did you break building a shed? Uh, I did stop at three o'clock and watch the game. At half time, I ran out, cut a load of timber, run back in, and then I soldiered on to about eight o'clock. Got quite a way through, to which point my wife said, well, if you hadn't stopped, you might have got further. And considering I started at 7 o'clock in the morning, I thought I had a fair old crack. So, let's talk about the game rather than shed, uh, shed, shed construction. <laughs> shed. Yep. shed. Shed construction. 
Yeah. So, Gordon, you start. I'm asking you. Oh, you you didn't say what about the game? What about the game, Shed Man? Well, you know, it was not a tower two halves. We weren't really at the races. All honestly, we poor start. Different to last week. Last week we had a good start, and then Man City annihilated us. This week, poor start. I won't say we were fortunate not to concede a first goal in the in the first half. VAR come My to a rescue. Uh, I'm still anti the VAR. I still think it ruins football. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I reckon that was at least a minute before they chalked off. I don't like the fact that they go to the, the halfway line, put the ball down, line up for everybody. Zip a goal scored and then march everyone back and then you try and get your positions right and everything else. Well, I mean, I'll tell you, even at the game, it was even worse than the London Stadium because not only did they score the goal and and look, um, Brighton really, really, they didn't, it wasn't a muted celebration, they really did it. Anyway, then Brighton Amex Stadium, sorry, Amex Stadium, then did a goal graphics and showed videos of um, whoever it was a skull or a goal. And it, it was nearly a minute before they put up saying checking VAR. And then another minute before yeah. they decided it wasn't a goal. That's the way I was watching it on the telly. They were showing it, showing it and showing it. And uh, to be fair, I was with Charlie and when they showed the, the, the side on replay of the goal, you think, Oh, is that bloke offside? But is he part of the face or is he part of it was difficult to work out? And I can see why the lines were missed it because obviously the ball went long and went over every, well, it went over Burns, I think, who got flagged offside. Went over his head. Yeah. Two other players at the back contested the ball, both missed it. Burns has then run round, caught the ball on the on the byline, crossed it back for the for French or Belgian geezer from Genk smashed it in into the goal. I mean, it was a good goal, to be fair. The bloke took it well. And you could say Brighton deserved that on, on the first half performance. I and think they did. Then it went to the VAR check, which seemed to take an age for me. You know, yeah, right, we, yeah, again, we, we, we benefited as we did against Man City, but it, it still don't sit right with me. And we had no idea what was going on, did we, George? Again, you know, it no. looked good to us. Um, well, we, we, we were never going to see an offside like that. You know, as Nigel just well, said, doesn't surprise the Lions have missed it and he yeah. missed his job. But, yeah, I mean, we we weren't made aware of any of it, really. The first kind of inkling I got of it was when the ref blew his whistle, put his arm up and ran back to where he was offside. And Although we were watching through a net, a goal net, weren't we? We didn't get to the first half before we moved. Uh, we were looking right through a goal net, yeah. George. Yeah. But I'd agree with Nigel. I think they deserved they deserved it. Yeah, um, they, they they were obviously the better team. Yeah, uh, we scored not fortuitously, but it was for me against a runner play. Um, Chikorito, though, I mean, obviously everyone was giving him grief, saying he doesn't do anything, he doesn't do anything. But as George said to me, standing next to me, he went. But if you if you give him service, he scores. Yeah. You know, in the box, if you give him service, he scores a goal, and he's right. But he, he did nothing first half. Well, it, yeah, as you say, injuries forced us um, to start with Chikorito. I think that's the right move. People banging on about this Ajeti, we've not seen him play. He's only played Swiss football, isn't he? We, which you know, Swiss are well known aren't they, for their football, world power. Would you say mm. their league? Oh yeah, 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 you know, yeah. So top of it, you know, you know, what a joke! Right after Bundesliga, yeah, that's it, yeah, um, Bundesliga. But, but, but hang on, but hang on, uh, he bought on Sanchez though. Oh, well, that that was he strange. took off an attacking, yeah. That, that's that's straight from the Allardyce book of I'll take the point, which I ain't going to knock him for because that's a point more than we've got for the last two visits. Can I ask a question to both of you? Yes. Yes. Fabianski, is he being told to kick the ball long <laughs> rather than... It, it, that seems Allardyce tactics. Now, there was a lot not, of that, wasn't there? He wasn't, he's not just doing this out of the... It, it can't be, because Pellegrini's just got to have a word in his ear and say to the captain, tell him to pass it out and stop kicking it long. He must be told 
to be kicking it long because he did it all game long. So he kicked it long all game long. Yeah. All oh, right. He, there was a lot of, uh, you know, not many options short and just pumping it long. And, well, you know, you don't mind that every now and again. You don't. I don't. Especially away from home and if you're under the cosh a bit. But the thing, the problem we had was Hernandez was up front on his own and he just kept... Well, I'll tell you well, what, he did, did win a great head of Hernandez. He where did, he put, you're right. And everyone yeah, was where he put uh, Antonio through. Yeah, in the second half. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it yeah. when he won that. I was going, oh my God, he won the header. And then, uh, but Antonio played it short last week against Man City. Gave the ball to Man City, and they broke and got a penalty from it. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. so how about Antonio? Wrong decision by Pellegrini to to not start him. Uh, uh, go on, George. Well, no, no, it's a tricky one, isn't it? I, you know, there probably would have been an argument for him to start up front uh, instead of Hernandez if you're playing one up front. Uh, he done well when he came on. I thought he changed the game. Man in a match. Yeah, he did. Man in a match. He did for us. No, no, no. Lan- Lanzini no. for me, but uh, Antonio, man. Uh, Lanzini had a couple of good runs. One in the second half where he sort of started off Maradona esque and took it all the way to the uh, edge of the area, where naturally we then broke down the ball. But Antonio for me was man in the match because he changed the game. Whether it was right or wrong, um, that's up to Pellegrini, isn't it? He picks the team, he sees what they're doing in training and on the pitch, sets it up a certain way. I put my faith in him. If he deems okay. it right, I'll, I'll allow it. Well, it's not for me to yeah. allow. If he deems it right, it is what it is. So let's let's talk about uh, our away day, George. Um, and a big shout out to Rose for lending us uh, her driveway. Do you want to say well, something to Rose? Yeah, nice one, Rose. She probably won't be listening. I'm not <laughs> sure she's a football fan. And if she was, she lives 10 minutes away from Brighton Stadium, so I'd imagine she's a Brighton fan. Yeah, but, true, um, true. So why would she be listening? It's a really silly thing to say. Why is. would she be listening to um, a West Ham podcast? It's not, it's not unusual for you to say something silly, is it? <laughs> why did Rose do that? Why, why did Rose what give tell, us a, tell a story? Well, because I gave, gave her a five pound note. That's why. I would. Although she offered it for free, to be fair, she did last year. When I went last year, do you know Rose? I, uh, well, only kind of second-handedly. Oh. So last year, I booked a parking space when I got my ticket for Brighton last year in a local village called Coldine. And uh, don't tell everyone, George. Well, anyone can Google where Coldine is. Right, and uh, three days before <clears throat> the game, I got an email from said parking website. I think it was Just Park or Park on My Drive or something like that, telling me that they couldn't fulfil my booking. So I was left stranded without a car park space. Didn't want to park in the stadium car parks because I've heard they're a nightmare. And uh, what I did was go onto the Facebook group for Coldine's Residents Association, and uh, went on the group and asked if anyone wanted to give up their drive for a couple of hours on that night. And Rose got back to me. And this time, when I got my ticket for this year, I got back in touch with Rose, and then we did it again. Oh yeah, there's my exciting story. Although speaking speaking to Ian's, uh, who asked his mum, he didn't know her in the community uh, uh, neighbourhood watch scheme kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Well, it's um, not a cold thing community <laughs> podcast. I mean, what what do you like? Uh, do you like the stadium? Because you said it was a proper football stadium when we got there. We had a nice little walk through the woods yep. to the community stadium. You quite liked the stadium, didn't you? I think it's a, I think it was a good stadium for. Well, they were in the championship when they built it for a club of that size. Perhaps you know if they sustain their Premier League status, they might want to consider expanding i think it's been built um, in a way it can be expanded yeah i'd imagine so it's, it's it, it is you know there is room for for growth and a lot of the so i think one of the stands up the other end i don't know what it's like looking back towards where we were standing but it's all like a bit skew if and could all be squared off and a bit made a bit bigger and nicer but i think you know it's a purpose-built football stadium and that's the key isn't it purpose-built yeah although um, our view was awful <laughs> we were right in a restrictive view behind them well, the goal. it's restricted view. What restricted I mean, your view? Well, yeah, exactly. The net. The oh, net. piss off. Oh, fuck. I oh, know. You can't see oh, through the net. Up. 
it was the crossbar as well for the for the shorter um, people in our group. But uh, yeah, I mean that's that's we met up with David Baker from uh, from Marriott's B. It was just behind us. Yeah. You've done well to get together, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Four uh, £4.60 for a pint of Heineken. And they served you pretty fast in there as well, didn't they, George? Served me very fast, yeah. No complaints on the uh, catering yeah. side. Yeah. You got um, the at half-time. What was it like? Yeah, no, it was really fast. It just went in there, ding, 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 away. It's far better than London Stadium, to be honest. Oh. Sounded like you were on a bus here. What what would you say, George? Is there anything else you want to say about the game and uh, that we we've missed? And uh, well, we yeah, I mean, you touched on it. Hernandez didn't do anything apart from score. Like I said, if he's alongside someone else and or giving service regularly, he tends to put some away. I thought it was a good finish. He might have got a little bit lucky with the bounce, some would say, but um, he still put it in the back of the net. They deserved at least a draw. I think we were lucky to get away with a point. We were happy to walk away with a point at the end of it. Um, Antonio, very much the man of the match for me in his 45 minutes. Lanzini had a good game. Nice to see him getting back to how he usually used to be. And uh, no, that's it, game-wise, I think. Were we? I mean, they're a bogey team. Uh, Murray has scored six against us. I don't think we've done too well against them. Were we... Were you... I don't think he yeah, has. It them. was four in four games. Four, six in total. I looked it up. So um, include Crystal Palace when he played there then? Oh, maybe. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I just I saw he scored six like against things us. wrong. So I just... All right. Um, were, were you happy with a point, George? I was. Yeah? I think we talked about on the way there. I said I'm fully expecting to you lose You did, today. actually. And the fact we got a goal... It was the first away goal I've seen in a while, in the flesh, and uh, yeah. I enjoyed it, even though I was slightly nervous it was about to be disallowed, but it was Yeah, yeah. That was weird, though. We just had no information. And in fact, when Chikorito scored his goal, there was no checking VAR. There was no messages at all. All it was, was the ref holding up play on the centre circle, and then he blew his whistle to kick off again, and we knew it was a goal. There was no checking VAR. It's like at Brighton, they just forgot when they needed to put the graphics up. And I'm sure the Premier League said if a goal was overturned, because a goal was given, obviously, for their goal to begin with, it will be shown on the big screen. That's how I understood it as well. They actually said video, not just stills, which they showed at um, the London Stadium with Sterling. They said videos. We got nothing, did we? Maybe we you had no idea. With someone I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to talk to Paul Stringer at the Premier League because I'm sure he's in charge of VAR. Uh, Paul Stringer's the ex uh, media man for West Ham, who you bumped into recently, Nigel. Did, yeah. At West Ham, yeah, yeah. Right, Paul Stringer, if you're listening, we want to know why the Premier League are not showing videos in uh, decisions that are overturned. Well, I want to know um, what dickhead thought it'd be a good idea to bring it into the Premier League. To be clear, yeah, I know we know your views of it. We know your. Well, views I started of it. a war last week. Um, oh my life! Hey, I was dear, that, dear. I was that Tottenham Man City goal. Oh. That was how oh, was that? It's just an absolute joke. The, but then is is the problem there the rule or the video system referee? Both. Yeah. yeah. For me, I think it's the, the rules wrong. But the video VAR highlighted it because otherwise it would have been a goal because no one would have spotted it. And all this, yeah. oh, but we're getting the correct results. Fuck off. You know, that's not the correct result. That, you know, that it, one. it is the correct result, but football is a human game played by humans and humans make I don't mistakes. think that was though, that one. That, that came off a of defender's arm as well. No, the, the rule, the, no, it came off an attacker's arm. It didn't it come off defender as no, well? No, because if it came off the defender's arm, they'd give a penalty. No, but I think that's the point. They didn't. Oh, no. The rule is, if it comes off a defender's arm, it's accidental. No penalty. But if it's an attacker's arm and it's a goal, then they disallowed a goal. And what they're saying is it's skew-whiffed on the defenders. So if, it, if the defender accidentally handballs it, it's no penalty. But if an attacker accidentally handballs it and then the ball ends up in the goal, they disallow it. Now, that's the rule. Now, that's an arse of a rule. Mm. 
Uh, but it does seem strange. I don't know how it's working. Not very well. But on on some decisions, it doesn't even go to VAR. So I mean, offside's flagged, and I think was it was it Antonio just stopped yeah. and didn't put it in the yeah. back of the net. I thought they just told just carry on, forget well, what's going on. Yeah, VAR well, that's up to down to the player, though, then, isn't it? Realistically, and that's that that is the problem where you actually you know tinkering with the linesman as well. You might as well scrap linesman. In my opinion, if you're yeah, going to have agree. VAR, yeah. fuck it, scrap it, play the game. Well, every goal you know, that's scored, they check every goal that is scored. So, I, I said they should do away with goal nets as well, uh, if they're going to have VAR, and then we'd be able to see without having restricted view as well. Because why do you need a net now with VAR? Get rid you of goal nets. You have to have a net, didn't you, to stop the ball? Why? Well, no, VAR fair, will work out The ball might have smacked you in the face. Well, that's all part of the fun, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> um, anyway, um, what do you think of loss? Uh, Brighton lottery agents, George? Thinking about that earlier, actually, I was giggling at myself. Uh, yeah, it's not do you want to tell the story? I don't, or would, I, do you reckon it won't come across very no, funny? I, I don't think it's very funny. No. All right. We won't tell the, the uh, Brighton lottery agents. In the top that said Brighton lottery agent on the back of it. So we were saying, has anyone seen a lottery agent? Well, you were. You go, has anyone's. And we go, what's your problem, mate? <laughs> he looked around with his lottery agent sweatshirt, going, what's your problem, mate? You got a problem? <laughs> and George went, he started pointing and go, oh, over there. Yeah, you over there. <laughs> it was So it you was, weren't going to yeah, tell the story because you didn't that. think it'd be funny, but then you've told the story. Yeah, it wasn't very funny. Made me chuckle, Sean telling it, but it was more the way the fact that he told it after you said, "Don't tell it because it won't be funny." Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that's it for the game. We've got a point. Uh, We're out of the relegation zone, unlike Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea Um, are above us. Oh, are they above us? They got a point, and they got a better goal difference. Oh, they got a point, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, damn. So, but we're out of the relegation zone. Agreed. Yeah. We could have we could be managed by Steve Bruce and be. So what I want to know, I've got a question on that trivia. On this day, what? So did you have a good drink then? Well, we went to. I I didn't. I had a couple of pints because I was driving. But we went to the um, Weatherspoons, the Bright Helm, uh, and that was quite lively down there, wasn't it? What about after? Nothing then after. No, just just I just just received this stupid voicemail. That I heard a couple of hours later, oh! and I thought, <laughs> "You two odds he had a good day for the voicemail." Yeah, we we we, we also tried to ring yeah. John, but well, he didn't did answer. And then we rung you, and we sung Shedman. Do you you might want to play it back? But I thought it was a good it rendition of Shedman. No, 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 no. It lingered why? like an earworm when George did it earlier in the day. <sighs> Well, you were building a shed oh, well, at the actually, time. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't make it up. Anyway, <laughs> West Ham, just just to be clear, West Ham are 16th, Chelsea, you're right, are 15th. Below us are Aston Villa with nil, nil point. Uh, Newcastle, minus three, nil point. Southampton, relegation, nil point. And Watford, who we play next week, minus four, nil point. So we're just staving ourselves off uh, relegation. Anyway, shall we talk about injuries? Yeah. Yeah. So we're missing our two big £18 million worth of sign-ins in Sebastian Allaire and uh, Philippe Andysen. Um <laughs> I, can, I was trying not to laugh then. Go on, crack on. Um, uh, my senior sources say 80% chance of both of them returning for Watford this weekend. Uh, Allaire had a swollen knee uh, from a, a, a collision in Man City, and Philip Hansen had a dead leg. There seems to be a lot of dead legs going around, maybe a double dead leg. Um, both of them are training this week um, and should be fit. Mark Noble has got a calf injury, moved from a dead leg to a calf injury. Uh, he uh, he only starts training again on Wednesday, so he's missed so much he's not going to play. Uh, at Watford. Uh, no other injury concerns. I know some people thought Wilshire was injured. No, he's just crap. He was taken off 
not because he was injured. He was just uh, there was a lot of rumours going. He was ineffective. He wasn't. He was just ineffective. And the general again, I'm not going to say his name, um, was also just dropped to the bench. There was enough. There was no injury wrong with him. He was just dropped because um, apparently Pellegrini wanted to try something different <laughs> with old Bonner and um, Diop, who who didn't seem to be the same kind of. Um, Player either. Did you think so, George? Diop? Well, Diop. Yeah, he, he struggled. I mean, yeah, it's only one game. Or well, two uh, now, to be fair, up the city. Actually, I want to play one yeah, big, city, big, one big up to uh, Robert Snodgrass. At the end of the game, we were standing there. Robert Snodgrass, first over to all the away fans, came right up to us. He brought along Diop, Fabianski and Rice. And afterwards, I don't know if you've seen social media. Good job, he well, came hungry. out. Uh, he came out and mingled with West Ham fans, taking selfies. I mean, he truly is, and I wrote about this on Clarence Hugh. He truly oh, is a man I of the we people. We weren't mentioning Snodgrass. that anymore. There have been complaints. What? Snodgrass. I know, but I only mentioned oh. it once this week. Um, so, well, uh, I, I think it. We loved a trier. We love someone who's passionate on and off the pitch. Snodgrass doesn't get enough plaudits, I don't think. And yet, people seem to say he's not fit enough. Why did he start, etc. Nigel, I know yours, you're usually... Usually what? <laughs> I, I, if, well, I don't think you're a lover of Snodgrass. Did, does, does it matter that he embraces the fans? And it, and it seems to be unusual now that he actually really... I mean, I really mean embraces the fans... You know, puts his arm around them. Is that good in modern football or amazing? Well, I find that a bit harsh that you say I'm not a lover of Snodgrass when I don't think I've ever criticised a bloke. I, I, I thought you did. Maybe you I'm wrong. wrong. I apologise if you did. Said, you... What do you mean, Nigel Snodgrass? Yeah. Hate? I can't. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, who said he was not fit? Oh, no, actually, I'm thinking of David Sullivan who said... Uh, oh, he's in the state for Yeah, he's in the state. Nigel Kahn, David yeah. Sullivan... <laughs> Made that mistake yeah. every day of the week, I do. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Um, I I love Snodgrass. <laughs> I think his his personality is quite infectious around the club. I'd imagine he's a good laugh, like off the field, like with the players. And you can see sometimes I take it with a pinch of salt when certain players do things with the fans, but he always seems to be there. And I think he he generally yeah, realizes he that. That there has to be a connection between players and fans, and at the end of the day, yeah, you know, even though he's Scottish, but the you know, we have to cling on to him as an homegrown player because a lot of it is now, unfortunately, in the Premier League, uh, overstaffed with foreign players that really are just here for the money. Mm. But he's not a homegrown well, player, as you know, said. He's, he's, all, he's foreign, you know. When, for for a technical yeah, bit of a homegrown player, you know, not by the normally. Premier. You know, normally, like say you yeah. lot up there, we're different. Anything sort of past the Watford uh, town, well, actually, I anything past Acne for me. But anyway, that north, you know, <laughs> and then you Southerners, you know, you're all a bit marsh dwellers, aren't you? With your six <laughs> feet and toes, uh, you know. So cut a bit different. But he brings like some bonhomie, I think, to use a Scottish word, together. Some 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 people were saying he should be captain when Noble's not uh, playing. Do, would you agree with that? If he was playing, and would you think he would make a good captain? Yeah, why not? Well, we can't do no worse than whoever Nigel? was captain Saturday. Yeah. Well, it was Ogbonner, uh, Ogbonner, and before that, Cresswell. Was Cresswell right to be uh, dropped and bring in Masawaku? I suppose yeah. if you look at Cresswell's performance, yes. Much, much yeah. of a muchness in it, though, really. Let's face it, they've both got a going forward. A combination of the two. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what, If you had a combination of the yeah. two, you'd probably have a much better left back, wouldn't you? I mean, his stats, I haven't got them in front of me, were, were far better. Um, um, How do you know? But then again, we're playing Brighton well, and I, Man City. So you can't say, oh, let's compare the stats <laughs> Creswell had against Matsuaku. <laughs> I mean, Creswell had bleeding some of the best players in the world bearing down on him. You know, let's, I'd yeah. like to see Creswell uh, uh, at, at left back with Masuaku in front of him to give him that bit of cover. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. 
Talking of stats, we forgot the stats, and I know you love this bit. Oh. Uh, Brighton had fifty-seven percent. Who does? Which Who means loves the Hammers had forty-three percent. I mean the Seagulls. Um, the Seagulls had sixteen shots, four on target, <laughs> while while the Irons had eight shots and three on target. What do you did think you of that, then, Nigel? <laughs> We did. Yeah, there was. There were seagulls there was over the top. Yeah. They didn't eat your chips in. Have you seen them recently? Oh, we we did have chips. By the looks of you, I thought until we come back, back to yeah. my house. <laughs> They're not going to follow us all the way home, Sean. <laughs> what, what, did they? <laughs> no, you said we had chips. Yeah, but not till we got back. Yeah. Oh, I mean, sorry. Chips in Brighton, you dickhead. Here we are. Here's here's uh, here's the stats <laughs> for Masawaki while I was filling. Eighty-one percent pass accuracy, ninety-nine touches, which was first in the game. Five tackles, first in the game. Four dribbles. Two clearances, one interception. Was that where? So two. two do you mean interception rather than where two roads cross? I do. I do. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, let's move on to better news. Let's move on to better news. Uh, Manuel was at Lanzini, who had an excellent game and won the website I write for. Uh, what Man of the match. And. Oh, no. It's not West Ham till I die. Um, won the man of the match. Uh, looks like finally there's been a breakthrough in negotiations. As you probably know, he signed a four-year contract with two-year option. There's been debate over whether two-year option could stand. It's a unilateral option called a UCE. We were talking about last night on WhatsApp, all of us, uh, to a lawyer. Um, but I think West Ham have now given up on the two-year option and, and don't want to go through court of arbitration and therefore they've been wanting to sign a new contract so he doesn't live leave in less than 12 months i've been told last night there is a breakthrough um and hopefully i'm just keeping my fingers crossed he should be signing a new long-term contract thought to be five or six years with another option in the next two weeks that's good news isn't it nigel well, I'll take it with a pinch of salt because they put up such a fight against the two-year option. What I'm now wondering, what's the big turnaround that he's going to sign up for five years? Well, some of this, I think, was about the money. He's going to double, at least double his money and options. And, and I think there was some bit of the club, before they really invested in him heavily, they wanted to see if he could return to the player he was before his injury in the World Cup. And I think he's proved in the last game uh, or the last few games that he is the same player and he can return. And therefore I think the, the club will invest in him. George Lanzini. Yes. Are you excited? Oh, excited. I think he's, he's a good, good player. Probably one of the best players on our team when all guns blazing, as he proved on Saturday. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
Um, pleased to have him for an extended period, if it is all going to be coming true. I did note that he's on holiday at the minute, which I thought was a bit cheeky. Maybe, maybe he's playing something. What do you mean on holiday? He's in Mallorca, in Calador. Yeah, but a lot of the players do that now. So they, they when they finish on a on a uh, Saturday night... So what, they're not training on Mondays did. now? Is that, is that... No, they don't train on Mondays. Well, they did, actually. They used to get whoa. Wednesdays off. Pell- Pellegrini changed back. I'm going whoa, back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Harry Redknapp times, they never they had the Monday off. Right, well, then they changed it under Slaven Bilic, where oh. they used to have Wednesday off. But now they've checked. Pellegrini's changed it again. So if they play a Saturday game, they're free from Saturday night. They can go out, have be away for Sunday and Monday, and they have to report back on Tuesday. Which is fair enough. Nowadays they can jet off and, and jet back again. And I, I don't think I it's just Lenzini. To pay, I think tough old life, isn't it? Chicorito, Chicorito most weekends goes to Italy, as I'm sure you've seen on his uh, on his no. Instagram. Or do you just, you, you youngsters call it Insta, I think. Uh, I don't really go on Instagram. Anyway, Tony Gale said he could fit in with any top six side. Do you agree, George? Well, yeah, he probably could do a job for most of them. I think Liverpool sniffed around him, weren't they, when they lost Coutinho? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably not an untrue statement. I think he'd be a squad player in most of the top six. Yeah. Right. Before we move on to questions and finish for today, I've got I've got one contentious little bit to add to the running order. And it's sort of been building a little bit, and you're going to go to me, oh, and I, I've just done a poll on, an, on a website to ask how you rate Pellegrini's start to the season. And people have said, have you been asked to do that? And I've said no. Um, the honeymoon period, I think, is over for Pellegrini. And he should not be, I've just written this, he should not be immune to any criticism. He's been bought in at £10 million a year to do a job. He finished 10th. You know, he's been bought in to push for Europe. Defensively, we look woeful. You know, we look we we look complacent in the back. I'm I can almost guarantee we're gonna leak goals all season long, and it's just about trying to score more goals than we leak. He invested eighty one million pounds in free attacking players. Um we didn't get a defensive midfielder. I'ma start with you, George. Uh, is, are we right to criticise Pellegrini now in his second year and say, come on, we're, we're, you're an experienced manager. We, sh- we want to expect better from you, particularly defensively? Uh, well, I think this is the season that, that matters for him, mostly, because, you know, he's had time. He's had a couple of transfer windows. He's had some investment. Um, he's had time to shape a squad, put his tactics through to the players and hopefully get them playing the way he wants them to play. The defence is a concern, definitely. I think we can all see that's an obvious weakness at the beginning of this season. But we've got to remember, Sean, we're only two games in. So let's just wait and see what happens. You think I'm I'm being a little bit knee-jerk because it's a slow knees day and I'm trying to make... I think you're trying to make a news story just so that you can put something on the website you write for. Oh, okay. Nigel, am I being harsh? Yeah. I okay. mean, oh, <laughs> when point do well, I stop let's, being let's harsh then? Like this. I've, I've often said that we can get some of the best people in the world here and they will mould themselves to be West Ham people rather than make West Ham into their mould. And basically, Pellegrini turns up at West Ham, never finished, what, outside the top six in Europe? I think that's what you used to say last season. And I always yep, used to is. follow that was never manage West Ham, though, is he? And West Ham sort of drag him down to our level rather than Pellegrini being able to lift us up to his level. Now, you can band about, oh, he spent 80-odd million pound. 81. Sounds like a lot of money. Compare it to the teams around us possibly evens itself out. So to, well, Villa so spent to progress, more, right. and I'm not talking about the Villas, I'm talking about the Wolves, the Leicesters, the 
other team, Everton's and, and like. So to progress past them, to catch up with those in the top six that, you know, Sullivan believes, you know, thinks we can get to, they need to outspend them. But then you've got the, the owners who have got a budget that budget actually doesn't sit with progression. It sits with stagnation. And now people turn around and after two games want to turn around and look at Pellegrini. When actually, to throw it all the way back to the Hobbit, it's his fault. The budget. Now, actually, the budget is a realistic budget for West Ham. West Ham is in a realistic position. Unrealistic may be hiring Pellegrini and saying the fans were, oh, well, this is the man to put us in the top six because actually financially we ain't going to do it. And and that's where I see it. I think Pellegrini's doing a good job as a West Ham manager. I don't think he's going to lift us up past, the, the, you know, seventh spot. So therefore, is he worth the eight million a year? There, there's a geezer, you know, Who'd heard of, you know, Harry Potter or whatever his name is at Brighton? You know, 10 years um, in Sweden, his right. career. Well, you know, I don't even remember him as a footballer. He spends all these years in Sweden bringing some crappy little village team into the top division, gets a Swansea job, does nothing, turns up in the Premier League, beats Watford away, and then outplays us at home with, you know, a team of... The, that costs a fraction of what we cost. So who's been who's got value for money? Us or Brighton? All right. So so you're saying at no point are you going to hold no. Ma, um, uh, Manuel no. Pellegrini to definitely not to, at the moment. Uh, no. Well, how about in next season? Well, it it's always a ball sport. You say it's all right. The thing is, you don't ever. When do you ever point the finger at the board? Oh, sometimes. oh, sometimes. Yeah. And you get a little tap on the shoulder. Oh, <laughs> didn't really like that. I don't know. We'll run mm-hmm. another poll. Uh, you know, <laughs> we can, you, you, everybody can shift blame and point finger. It's finger pointing. That is what the, the owners are good at, or an owner is good at. They're good at finger pointing. Mm. When it's going wrong, oh, look at what he's doing. Look what they're doing. Even when they point at, look at other clubs. Look at them. Look, that's we're not like that. Blah, blah, blah. Instead of people taking responsibility for what they're doing. Now, actually, it's his club. He can yeah. do what he likes. But, you know, we, we've got the best manager, or well, on paper, it's the best manager West Ham's ever hired. Yeah, yeah, I said that. So, therefore, which is why we expect more. Well, hold up. Yeah, or but I he, expect more. look at the look what he did at other clubs, and look at the tools that he was given at the other clubs. Malaga, right? So, but look at the tools that he was given at Malaga. He wasn't given a massive budget. Mm, have a look again. He he did pretty well, right. but then again, Spain we'll league's different. We'll now. Of course, that. we will. You know did. You know, what you've done is you've hired like a Rolls-Royce mechanic and put him in Dagenham Motors. Well, I, I think we've invested a lot in the team. Well, look, we're never going to agree on this. Well, would uh, we have the polls what, with Volvo are, then? What? The, the, being the, the, calling uh, us a Ford? A Ford Mondeo. Oh, well, uh, you know, because he is a Rolls-Royce, you know. Of, uh, is he a Rolls-Royce? Well, what is though? he then? Is he still a Rolls-Royce? Well, well I don't know. Well, is he a Volkswagen? I don't know. A Mercedes. Well, is he a Mercedes? Then? Is he? Well, all right. Let's... Well, he's proved it before, but he went to China. He didn't really do anything in China. I'm not saying he hasn't got experience, but I'm saying I if the if it's the reported money we're paying him, I'm expecting more in his second season. But what's wages? And this is the thing that people do with footballers. What's wages got to do with anything? I don't get judged my performance because I'm paid a certain right. amount of money. I am... I'm well paid for my let, industry. Let me tell you, when he makes decisions... Like excluding Antonio, um, ex- excluding the general, and bringing on bloody Carlos Sanchez, I do doubt. Yeah, but yeah, how but good a manager you're, you're is. Seeing, I do. Yeah, but you're not seeing what these people do in training every week, or the way they set up, or the job that they're sending them in to do. Remember, he's there. He knows these players a lot better than we do. We just see them on a Saturday, right. and we make our judgments based on that. He's seeing them more. 
there is a okay. reason why we are fans in the stand, and that man is being paid millions of pounds to do what he's do. Right. Even though well, anyway. Harry Potter, Brighton, perhaps is, you know, there's a few other managers that have appeared like that. This this new thing where players, you know, we're either hiring them for Germany, like, you know, Southampton and, and Norwich. Look at Norwich's manager. What's his name? Farky or something? I don't know. He talks a bit funny, but where do these people come from? It's, it's, it's all to do with, like, the, the, this is the in vogue. Let's hire a manager from Germany or hire a manager who's never kicked the football professionally. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, time to move on. Uh, a little bit of London Stadium news that I know you're all love is Wi-Fi is finally coming. They've signed the contract last week. It's being installed as we speak. It'll be tested. It'll be finished installed by the end of August. It'll be tested in September. And then it's up to the stadium owners, not West Ham, to agree when it's launched. But it should definitely be launched finally uh, this season, which means we'll be able to find out what the VAR um, decisions are. I bet you'll be really glad to know that, Nigel. Well, we know what the VAR decisions are. They put it up on the big screen. Well, they don't. They just say they don't well, actually the know. Like the, the, uh, it just says decision. Well, we well, didn't know. That's what you said. Oh, you're being really difficult tonight. <laughs> um, before we move on to question time, do you want to say anything about your your uh, friend Samuel and the, uh, uh, the the birthday wishes that you arranged through uh, through a number of different celebrities and say hello to Samuel? Does he listen, Samuel? I don't know actually if he listens. Um, yeah, I, I, did I mention it? Do you want to give him a shout out, but Samuel? I Cannon, don't think so. Poor boy. No, you didn't. He's he's not he's not he's not well at the moment. Samuel Cannon. He's um my wife helps run. Uh, is a branch coordinator for the National Autistic Society Furrock branch. Self funded, not part. Even though they're under the National Autistic Society umbrella, they don't get money from the National Autistic Society. They have to raise all their money. But Sam, who, who they do help in the family. He's not been well, and he was 18 last week on Thursday, and he had to spend it in hospital where he's still in hospital, uh, very ill. So uh, my wife put out, because he collects pin badges, and we've we've been inundated with pin badges, to be fair. Yeah, you have. Um, yeah, I'd like to say you know, a big thank you to everybody that listens that sent pin badges in, because um, yeah. I know the boy... At, you know, it did cheer him up. He got some good messages. David Gold, uh, Ian yeah. Dow, you know, yeah. uh, sent him birthday wishes. X and Dave Walker X, as well. Yeah, I'd like to thank them. X and Dave Walker uh, for putting the message out there, to spreading the word. And then, yeah, James Calden. Uh, I'd like to yeah, thank James, James Calden Longman recorded a message. And, and Chris Skull from the, the, the used to do the KUMB podcast. Um Chris Gold now works at West Ham. He sent a message of support. James Longman assisted brilliantly in getting James Calden to wish Samuel a happy birthday. Sent him a lovely video. Um, yeah, it was. You know, so and 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 also, you know, and a you lot of Sean, social media. I'd like to thank you. To be fair, yeah. you did a lot of and work. Uh, you know, Hammers Chat yeah. um, and and West Ham News yeah. and West Ham Central and all the big accounts with. Many tens of it's, thousands. It's so great, really you good. know, the West Ham people stepped up. You know, he he, he is a West Ham fan. He, he goes and watches Averley purely because people that, you know, with there are kids on autism that, that, that do struggle being in big crowds with the noises and everything else. And it's easy with so, him. He, he went to Averley and he, he does love his Averley Football Club. But to be fair, Averley Football Club stepped up to the mark. The players sent him a video. He did, yeah. And everything else. So, you know, hopefully Samuel will be, you know, cheered up and he'll, he'll soon be out of hospital. Well, I know West Ham are launching the Century Room this uh, season. Yeah, it's something which we've waited be, uh, years for, for, but when it comes... Yeah, I'm not allowed to say too much of it and when yeah. it's planned at the moment because I'll get in trouble. But uh, it is coming this season and I, I think it'll be really... Uh, good addition, and and I hope you know it's it's a section of the community that football clubs don't usually cater for, um, and I think it's a really good addition to uh, you know in the in the way for blind people and 
disabled people then now they're moving into to to make it fully inclusive how how can people send pin badges from our eight listeners um if so uh, if they you, want you to you send the pin badges i'll give you a address it's uh you send it to naz which is n a s national society Farrock branch not with an f but with a t h u r r o c k branch care of 77 humber avenue south Ockenden, essex postcode is rm romeo mother for those that can't understand my language rm 155jw and that excellent. is the it's headquarters t- of nas farrock not where i live excellent yeah fine uh it's time for this yeah is Facebook Twitter question time? Why you, the eight listeners, go ask us, the three presenters, questions that we asked earlier. We don't actually ever answer any questions. I do. We just yeah. end up reading out what people have written. Well, we we do. But some don't <laughs> ask a question. They just prattle on. I won't say what some. Go so, on, Nick go Harvey. On. Evening, evening, gents. And Sean. Evening. Uh, he, he put that. And Sean. Uh, very Thanks. slow start to the season, reminiscent of last year. The positive is that Lanzini looks to be getting back to his best. The negatives, too many to list, thankfully. I see that the Baroness has been spouting off again, this time about Sturridge. <laughs> when will she shut up? Back to on-field matters. We need Noble back in the team ASAP. Has anyone ever had a dead leg that lasted weeks and weeks? Brady out. Good on you, Nick. C-O-Y-R. Now, can I just answer that? Front one yeah. we've now found out it wasn't dead leg. It's or it's moved to a calf injury. And second thing, look, Brady has to fill a column inches in the same way I have to fill Don't fill my up my columns as well. Embarrassing so an unprecedented attack. I'm just on saying, Sean, do you not see the damage that does in attracting I other think players I, I, that I, may want to be looking I do. at the club? I do, but I think she, she doesn't give a shit and she does it to, to be controversial. She knows exactly what she's doing and she so does it to get case, attention. Do you not think that's and to get a her bad thing to read. do, given that she is the chief executive or whatever she is of, of a Premier League football and club? And do you know what? She's been tackled. She's been tackled on this at the SAB and by other people at the bloggers' meetings. And do you know what she Don't says? Care. It's got nothing to do with it. Don't care. Don't care. It's my column. And so will Clara and Hugh criticise her then for that? Anyway, moving on, Dave Jones says, (laughs) (laughs) just save Sean's neck now. Do you think Hernandez gets a bad press given we don't really play to his strengths yet? He still manages to nick a few goals. Yes, I do. Yes. You do. There we go. Our question asked. It's a question. We've answered it. There you go. Tom Underwood. Deanne Garner. Scored two goals at the weekend. She could have had a third, actually. It's Stormer. Yeah, he could. Uh, have we got a recall clause on him? Think we need yes. him back badly with Anderson ruled out for the season. <laughs> Why does he keep on saying that? Anderson will be back at Watford. Uh, yes, we can recall him back in January. There's a clause to recall him back in January. So that's two questions answered. Ding. Tom Butcher. Thought you said last week Anderson wasn't even injured out for the season. <laughs> we got too light in the middle. Too many playmakers <laughs> playing just rice to try and win the ball back. Oh, I like the way that was set up. Go on. Uh, dead leg. Yeah, dead leg. He'll be back for Watford. Chris Hooper. Hooper man. Let's all not panic. Still think we're to, we're to eight. Has got to remember it's a new team. I think he's Northern. Let's all not panic. Still think we're it has got to remember it's a new team. Uh, I think okay. Chris from Yorkshire. Uh, Toby Bian. He don't sound like he's from Yorkshire. Don't call people Toby in Yorkshire. Uh, then again, I never thought anyone Nigel would come up in the East End. My main worry is that without Noble, we seem to be leaderless on the field. Rice seems Agreed. better alongside Nobes as well. Looks like we need the skipper back ASAP. Mark Noble for Prime Minister. What was all that about? Oh, yeah. I don't know why that started, but again, it gave me another story. For oh, it did, I did it. I did write it. Um, I'll tell you one thing I saw sitting behind the goal. Um, sitting? Nets. Or, or standing. Oh. We were standing. Um, is Fabianski shouts his, uh, his stuff out. He would make a good captain. Did you see that, George? He, he likes to shout to his back four. He's always talking. 
Ogbonna, who was who was the the captain on, uh, didn't hear a peep from him. Did you, George? Uh, probably because he's that little bit further in front of us, Sean. I think I think most goalkeepers at any yeah. level of football talk a lot, talk to their back four, and shout instructions to the people in front of them. Would you agree, Nigel? Given oh, given you, you were a goalkeeper. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and you have to shout because yeah. normally they're like up the halfway up the pitch, and you know you got to scream and shout at them. That's why I don't think keepers should be keep, uh, captains because they're too yeah, far detached. Okay. Uh, Billy Hardy, all right, Bill, bring your tools Saturday. You're going to be busy. Uh, good point. Weird team selection versus a physical, imposing team in Brighton. So Bill thought they were a bit of the kickers, were they? Physical, imposing Brighton. Uh, not as much as Man City. No. Oh. George? Yeah, not as much as Man City. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Belinda Katis. Well, her pattern last year, points-wise, after two games. From what I saw, we looked a bit of rubbish. But I only She's saw the great. highlights from MOTD, or Match of the Day. So this bear will have been bad editing. I am underwhelmed at the moment. I may be on mute on here next week if we have another flat performance. On injuries, I was surprised. It's Hannah and Anderson. Greek or Chinese? She's a mixture. I thought oh. they were both training. Okay, onwards. Uh, P.S. I don't blame uh, MP. He's a winner. But it seems the team always don't want to take on that mentality. Okay. Right, fine. Whatever that said, All the way from Cyrus. Nick Stanley. West Ham, I was slow out of the new season block as Pellegrini's speeches in interviews. You can see the improvement in the team since he's joined. It's another one for Pellegrini. But I fear we might have too many champagne players going forward but walking back when we lose the ball. We need people with Carroll's up-and-down mentality. He was often our best centre-back in the last 10 minutes. When Nobbs is back in, I'm sure his drive will push the players up the defensive tempo. Chasing the window, why did Sanchez come on instead of a jetty at the end? Well, I said that. You know what a jetty's good for? Absolutely nothing. Uh, parking a boat. <laughs> anyway, uh, right. Richard Dodds. Is that oh, him? Richard Dodds oh. uh, from Yolville. He talked like that. Didn't he? Kia ora, Sean Nigel, and you'll meet Scrappy Do. I think you're talking about Marion now. Uh, don't he? He said, Hello, George, as well. Uh, what is the latest on Winston Reed? Do we feel the young centre back should be given a chance, Cardozo? I'm not complaining, however. If we had lost against Brighton 5-1 on Saturday, it would not have flattered them, thoughts, Nigel. No, I thought Brighton deserved to win there, uh, to be fair, but we're good for the point. Sean's gone in the garden, though. Uh, when does Sean believe do our striker, Ajeti, will actually play if Heller was... He's called him Heller, not Haller. Was injured and... Yeah, like Vince Heller. Uh, and was injured and then get looking. And how did Nigel put in such a super score on Super 6? No, Do you want to know go. why? Um, so I'm back West Ham 1-0. Oh, no, hey. I know you did. I know. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. A jetty will... He, 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 don't blood, he wasn't going to blood someone by starting them. I thought it was a perfect opportunity to bring him on when he brought in um, Sanchez, but he was... Respect the point. Uh, and Cardozo, I don't... I don't know. Again, I think we're not going to see him maybe in a cup game first before we see him uh, maybe against Newport or something. I don't know. We'll see. All right. I, I don't think he's going to rush any time soon no. with either of those two. For that. Uh, anything to add there, George? Uh, no, nothing no. for me. Is my microphone sounding all right or different? No. It's sounding different. Yeah. I'm having technical issues. All right. We'll, we'll rush yeah. through. All right. Uh, uh, Trevor Newman, what does the coaching team need to do to sort out the defensive side of our game out? I'd be interested to hear your opinions on this. Uh, last season, stop, it was... Stop telling What? What? I was going to say, stop telling them to rush forward. All right. That's what they've got to do. Hey, sorry, Trevor. He's answered yeah. your question now. 
So that is what he says. Stop rushing forward. Last season, it was a new manager, new system and new players. So kind of understandable why we were so shaky Stevens at the back. It's the same personnel this season. So they should be familiar enough to at least look a little more solid in spite of the expansive game Pellegrini is trying to play. Thank God for Fabianski. Come on, you irons. Uh, you're not far off the mark yet. Uh, change attack, though, because uh, regulars to the show, Lewis Errantrat. Uh, Pellegrini's got three games to sort this shit out, or I'm done with him. We never performed Ooh. for more than 45 minutes going back to last August. Lou's not happy. He's got less than a post than Evren Grant and can't motivate, motivate even himself. Who's up next for us? A Watford side who haven't young yet, and with ex-target Welbeck yet to score. It's Danny Welbeck at Watford. All right. I don't know. Thanks for that. Then a deadline day. Then a confident pucky at Norwich. You got to say that right, otherwise I'd be in trouble. (laughs) A confident pucky and Norwich, followed by another new side in Villa, who probably won't win until we play them. Another inconsistent and very average season ahead. Please put thumbs up at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's a bit extreme there, Lou. I think you're overdoing it a bit. Uh, whether Auntie Penn had read what Lou put and then commented, because she's put, I'm getting fed up listening to the moaning and whining from bands on various sites having a go about whether Pellegrini's got what it takes and how poor we've started. Can you put a full stop or a comma in Penny? It leaks me, bruv. Is she, is she won the Marco shirt? No, we ain't. Oh, you dickhead. You ain't done it. You didn't do the numbers. We have. We oh, have. Right, all right. We can have, can we I have. ask you your take on it, please? So, are the fans right to be on Pellegrini's back? Mr. Claret and you website wrote an article about it. Well, it's my personal view. Right. And it's slow news. So, day. are they right then to be on his back? To question him after two games. In Who? Second. Me? I'm asking yeah, well, you. We are talked the fans about it earlier. Right? Are, the, are the fans right to question Oh, are the fans yeah. right? Yeah, of course right. they are. They course they are. George? Managers no. get paid enough. I, I, I think I said, didn't I? I think just bit early days to start panicking. Thank you very much. Me. Voice of reason, George. Yeah. That's why I asked you. Yeah, go mm-hmm. on. We, you, you ain't got advertising. Come same. on. Can we, I we, we need to get a drum Personally, roll. I think MP is the man for the job and we've got injuries. So give them a break. August's never been our best month. That, now that is what's called an understatement. Yeah. Uh, we've got six seconds Maid Marion, the Welsh wizard. Oh, boy. Oh, no point allocation. Looks as if it won't even go to priority point holders. Can Sean explain how close to 11,000 or 1,100 tickets will be distributed? It's time that Sean Oyo has a word in his mid Karen show like about her son column. Oh, Oyo. And Scrappy-Doo has to be the worst ever cartoon character. Thanks for that. You're welcome, Marion. It was a pleasure. Right, quickly. Bondholders get the first choice. So they get up to 808 of them can buy tickets. They usually buy around 300 for a game like this. Next is the away season ticket holders. There are 700 of them and they snap them up. Then Club London get round about 200 to 300 tickets. It's part of what Club London do. Players get around and their families get 60. And then staff get around 30. Whatever is left goes to priority points holders and 10% of that then goes to the ballot. And that's why Newport will not go to the priority points. Thank and it you. won't make a ballot either, surely. No, it won't make no, a ballot right, either. So there you go. And that is that for today. Now, here we are. We have a drum. I wish I had a drum roll, but I haven't got a drum roll. So I'll, I'll just have Shut to up. do that again. George, will you announce the winner for the Marco Anatovic match-worn shirt? It is... Andy Possum. Did you say Andy Possum? Possum with a... Congratulations, Andy. Get in contact with us. Uh, with your details, and we'll send it off oh, to you. Can we point out, Andy, if you don't get in contact next week, we're drawing someone else's name out. Yeah, you do need to listen. Until 5 o'clock next Monday. Yeah, you yeah. You do need to listen. Uh, you need to be one of our eight listeners. Right, quickly, predictions. Uh, George. I'm going to go for what? a 2-1 victory. 
at Watford, Vicarage Road. Two, yeah, the two-one victory. Yeah, Nigel Shedman. It's a tough one. You know, Watford looked good against Everton. I watched it today, and I, I fancy a draw. Um, possibly, maybe. Let's go for a draw. Uh, Super Six was won by Martin Payne this week. Or his oh. lead. Dean Ryder is second. Ryan Darlow is third, and I'm sitting in sixteenth spot. You got eleven Eight points. Inches. I only got seven. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I will go after a lot of thought. I will go for a one-nil win for West Ham uh, to get our first win in August since 2016 when we beat one-nil. AFC. One-nil. Yeah. One-nil. One-nil. <laughs> anyway, uh, I've been Sean. George has been. Experiencing technical difficulties. And Shedman has been... Uh, available on the American podcast website, writing about history and Thursday column on West Ham Till I Die. Yeah. So get back to building your shed. <laughs> Come on, you irons. Bye. Bye. Are we allowed to mention that special project yet? No. Next week? Listen, it's not my game, is it? But I back the man in saying no. All right. Next week. Well, take it up with the man. Well, I'm in Spain. Well, no, you I can't. I will. You're like a kid in a sweet shop, you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.